Hi, I'm Lucy Adams from Disruptive HR. Welcome to one of our podcast series where you'll hear from HR practitioners who are genuinely doing things differently. If you're looking to change your HR practices, then why not check out the Disruptive HR Club? It's got tons of videos, webinars and downloadable guides that will give you all the ideas and practical help you'll need. Check it out at www.disruptivehr.club. So in HR, we've been banging on about the importance of leadership communications for decades. But before the crisis, much of that communication was still quite sterile, you know, logical and informative, but without the humanity and empathy to make it really meaningful. One of the upsides of the current crisis has been a shift in the way that leaders are communicating with their teams. Now, great leaders were already doing this well, but over the last few months, we've seen and heard other leaders who were previously resistant or who had struggled, who are now seemingly doing it automatically, instinctively. When we think about returning to normal, it's vital that we don't lose some of these new leadership communication trends. And as you articulate and create the better normal for your organisation, I think there are four key trends in leadership communication that we want to take forward. So I'm going to take you through each of these and to give you some examples of how leaders have been demonstrating them through the crisis. First up, human. So do you remember how agonised, how we've agonised about how to transform our intellectual, overly formal, remote and analytical leaders into warm human beings who showed they cared? You know, despite the empathy training modules that they seem to pass through untouched, our leaders appear to have somehow suddenly just got it. I hear regular stories from HR about how the crisis has turned our slightly robotic leaders into more human and empathetic ones, you know, capable of compassion and genuine warmth. They've let down their guard, they've let their vulnerability show. And when they ask the question, how are you? They actually want to know the answer rather than just ticking it off their list before diving into task allocation. We see them with their kids, their pets, in real life environments as they struggle to look professional on Zoom, you know, just like the rest of us. At Expedia, they've really encouraged their leaders to share their experiences of working from home. And they say that this has helped encourage much more human leadership communications. There's a senior executive who homeschools five kids and who's blogged about his experience. And this has become a really wonderful resource for honest interactions. They've even got a specified uh, Slack channel that celebrates through photos when their pets invade their video conference. Amy Brand from Swiss Re told me recently on our podcast interview that the leaders at Swiss Re have always had incredibly high IQ but that now their EQ is much more evident and is going down really well with their people. Now, of course, not every leadership communication right now is all about the joys of working from home. Many companies are having to give their people really bad news around job losses. 
sustaining that empathy and compassion into this kind of communications is even more important. So back in the financial crisis of 2008, Gary Ridge, who's the CEO of the company WD40, he took an approach that I think we can usefully adopt for all of our difficult leadership communications right now. He put in place a policy of no lying, no faking, no hiding conversations. And this, amongst other aspects of strong leadership, led them to not only just getting through the crisis, but reporting its best financials in its 57 year history. And we can learn a lot from the style and approach taken by Airbnb CEO Brian Chesky in his re recent letter to employees announcing redundancies. Now it's really worth uh, looking at the letter in full, but I just want to read you a couple of paragraphs. So he said, our mission is not merely about travel. When we started Airbnb, the original tagline was travel like a human. The human part was always more important than the travel part. What we are about is belonging. And at the center of belonging is love. I am truly sorry. Please know this is not your fault. The world will never stop seeking the qualities and talents that you brought to Airbnb, that helped make Airbnb. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing them with us. Really powerful, really heartfelt, just great leadership communications that's very human. So second up, listening. Now, when we think about leadership communications, we tend to think about how we're going to tell people stuff. We think about broadcasting our messages. But of course, listening has always been one of the strongest assets of our best leaders and active listening, where we don't just take it in, but we then do something about it. Now, during the crisis, Telefonica wanted listening and taking action to be at the forefront of their communications. Specifically, they wanted to understand uh, the different situations its people were dealing with, whether Telefonica's initiatives were known and valued, and that their people had the necessary support. So at the outset of the crisis, Telefonica launched its first ever Pulse survey, and this meant they were able to listen frequently and, more importantly, act fast on the information. As a result of the Pulse surveys, they responded quickly to what they were being told, including providing support around maintaining a work-life balance or making it possible for their people to continue to learn and grow even whilst they were at home and helping employees with at-home IT so they could maintain their productivity. As their head of engagement said, you know, in the last few years, they'd switched from thinking about one-size-fits-all engagement programs to thinking about much more personalised employee experience. And he said that the crisis has not val just validated that decision, it's made it clear that they need to be listening more in order to take fast, meaningful actions. Thirdly, little and often. Now, the usual cadence of leadership communications, you know, typically once a month or a quarter, has been replaced with little and often. A whacking great 63% of employees want to hear from their leaders daily during the crisis, 
according to the PR company Edelman. And hopefully this more frequent light touch trend won't disappear once we get back to normal. At DentaQuest, they say they're communicating more, but only the really important things, you know, not everything in the kitchen sink. They send a very brief, bite-sized daily email that contains the key pieces of information that employees need each day. It's short, relevant and valuable because it makes it easy for everyone to stay up to date. While at Legacy Global Sports, they're doing much less of the big set communication pieces and putting much more emphasis on one-to-one -one interactions. They've got all the up-to-date information that employees need and they've got that in a, you know, online on a COVID-19 page that's updated regularly. But in the meantime, they're focusing on more personal communications. Reward Gateway wanted to focus on frequent and regular comms to their people. To make it a bit more interesting, they developed a themed calendar, which was focused on Mission Monday, Tech Tuesday, Wow Wednesday, Thank You Thursday and Feel Good Friday. And Reward Gateway have also adapted their recognition methods to ensure that the little and often philosophy extend, extends into the way that they celebrate and reward their people. They encourage their employees to send out lots of working from home e-cards to their colleagues. And this has meant they've had nearly 2000 moments of recognition during the crisis. And finally, the big one, leaders showing that they trust their people, that they trust them to behave well, to use their judgment and to do the right thing. With the absence of physical supervision, even the most die-hard of presenteers and leaders have had to trust their people during lockdown. And unsurprisingly, productivity hasn't suffered. And in many cases, morale has actually gone up. I love the approach taken by Sprinkler's CEO when he told his employees recently, we have one integrated life. Your children are a part of it. Your dog is a part of it. Your friends are a part of it. I want you to give yourself permission to be you. If you need to take care of your child, do it. If you need to walk your dog, do it. Give yourself permission to take the artificial boundary of nine to five away. You know, during the crisis, we've witnessed what can happen when people are trusted to use their judgment or to behave like decent human beings. We've seen greater creativity, greater capacity to achieve much with very little. Their ability to not just cope with change, but to embrace it and make it work for them. It would be really tragic if the autonomy and the freedom to work in ways that suit us and enable us to perform at our best was lost when leaders return to the new normal. A better normal would be for leaders to continue to communicate that trust in their people. So let's not lose the four key trends in leadership comms that we've seen during the crisis. Let's ensure that whatever your better normal that you're creating in your organisation has at its heart leadership communication that is human, done frequently and in small bite-sized chunks, is based around listening and taking action quickly and is all designed to make your people believe that they are trusted. Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more resources to help you change HR, 
check out the Disruptive HR Club at www.disruptivehr.club.